All right, all right. This is going to be a fun one. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Episode 81. Producer Chris is the guest today. I've often talked about him. Yeah, that's right. Now he's People here. probably think my first name is actually Producer, Jeff. They're like, <laughs> they're like, I keep on searching Google for Producer Chris when I'm watching Lancaster Connects or, or Big Ticket Life. But I, you know, and so, Jeff, yeah. man, this is going to be awesome. I appreciate it you is. finally having me as a guest on your show. Was there, a, did I commit a faux pas? Was there a, a certain cadence in which I was to extend an invite? Yes. Or not? Yes, man. It's just okay. uh, like, and I'm you, you I forget, I still have controls back here, so I can just like pop, just, just end this you thing. You just me and make this your episode. <laughs> That's the beauty of this, man, is that, you know, we'll get into this whole podcasting thing and I'd, I'd love to, man, this is going to be awesome to be able to, to chop it up with you. There are no rules, man. We make the rules. We we get right. to we get to serve our community. We don't have to like, oh, let's pause for a commercial break and or I can do whatever and we do it live. And so sometimes there are little weird faux pas that end up being mm-hmm. actual things that end up being in your show. It's like Miles Davis, you know, you the stage is for rehearsal. This is mm-hmm. the show. And uh that's that's, that's the cool. beauty of this thing, man. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Um, you know, you talk about going live and then we'll, we'll jump into where I thought we might start. Um, I was reminded, uh, you shared with me last week, I guess it was, or maybe this week, uh, we had a moment here on the show where my internet went down and our guest kept going Yeah, and I had to reboot the whole computer. And the beauty of this technology was it just kept going and nobody was any the wiser. Um, I'm not even sure my guest was all that doomed into the fact that I had dropped <laughs> off. How scary is he that? Was, like, everybody's just so in the fires, zone, right? right? <laughs> he was spitting fire and, and, you know, he was like, well, and that was that. And it all worked out in the end. But anyway, I thought I would uh, bring Chris on um, because everybody listens to podcasts. Well, not everybody. But a lot of people listen to podcasts. And there's a lot of podcasts out there. Something I think, I think I saw Alex from Podmatch, a recent communication from him was something like 2.9 million podcasts are out there. Uh, yeah. Which is a lot of podcasts. It depends on, on, you know, what service you're counting and what you're not counting right now that YouTube is, is uh, considered, you know, quote unquote, a podcast platform. Um, we're not, we won't get into weeds as to what constitutes a, a podcast and what doesn't constitute a podcast and what's a video and what's a show. I think for the most part, people like just, you know, they'll, they'll watch CNN and think they're watching a podcast at this point. But I think, um, yeah, when you look at the numbers, it's actually well, well in excess of 4 million. And oh, wow. so when people look at podcasting and they say, Hey, um, I just think it's probably too late for me, right? I, I think there's just so much out there. There's so much content, so much podcasting. And yeah, podcasting is still, you know, quote unquote hot or whatever. But the fact is that even though there are, are in excess of 4 million podcasts, there are probably about 20% that are actually active, meaning one podcast every 90 Days. And now, if the fans here of The Big Ticket Life and Jeff Janakovo are to consider one podcast every three months as active, 
Ladies and gentlemen, that is not active. What is active is what Jeff is doing, which is going week after week and creating reps and consistency and getting better at this and serving the community. And so if 20% are doing one podcast every 90 days, imagine those that are being consistent what they're able to do and and who they're able to reach. And so that, I think the number is scary uh, when you look at 4 million, but when you, when you whittle it down to almost single digits of people who are really doing it, we're not just playing podcaster, people who are doing what you're doing, Jeff, it really is um, something that, that I feel like is just completely untapped. Well, I'm a big, you know, the, the Pareto principle, the 80, 20 rule, exists everywhere and you just shared it. And I was going to comment that, you know, likely if we then take that 20% pool doing once every 90 days, it probably breaks down to of that 20%, mm-hmm. another 80% out of that 20 are doing it monthly. And then 20% of the 20% are doing it weekly, which when you mix that back into the total pool, it's Four percent, four out of a hundred yeah. people are broadcasting with at least a regular weekly schedule. Um, you know, so on that note, well, and then we'll get into where we kind of thought we might kick off. So, where is so where so so if for me going weekly is the is the bar like that's what I'm committed to. I feel that's what makes sense. And again, there's no right or wrong answer per se, but. So what's your thoughts on going out three times a week or daily? Because I've got friends that do that. Mm-hmm. You know, they do three episodes a week, five episodes a week. They go seven days a week. Now, they're obviously, they're, they're pre- I've never seen anybody doing live uh, seven days a week. That's just, that's a monster schedule to commit to. Yeah. Um, but forget the live pre-record aspect. Your thoughts on doing once to three, five, seven days a week. What are your thoughts there? I think it's, I think before, before we get into like the, you know, what's the right length of time or the amount of, of podcasts you should do in order to remain consistent. I think, uh, you have to first think about who you're serving. And so if you're serving someone who is somewhat busy has got a schedule like the like you know your uh, your audience is you know you you you've got you know, high performers you've got entrepreneurs you have a very clear vision of who your your audience is if you were to go live or you were to you know create a recorded podcast and do it every single day how much of that content is really going to serve your audience i think a lot of people that go live or or do videos every single day it's they're they're fishing they're they and but they don't have the radar on right they're they're trying to get found they're trying to get out there and i got i got nothing against people who do that and that may be a great way to to do that and to go through what a lot of people do and dan jordan's here in the in the chat and he's he's waiting for the commercial but dan's a guy here that uh is a is a great example of someone who who said, I'm going to do a video every single day on LinkedIn, on YouTube, and just do that. And he did that, and I call it, it's called a creator sprint. And podcasters will do this as well. And they may set, they may set it, and you know, like Victor Antonio, who's a, who's a, a client of mine as well, he said, I'm going to go three days a week live, and I'm going to do 100 episodes. He set that as a goal, and he did it. And then when he was done with it, he said, 
all right, I'm now not going to do that anymore. I'm going to be a little yeah. more sporadic and do whatever. But he was able to take that sample of 100 episodes, three days a week, and learn what he can and can't do. So I would suggest that, you know, the beauty of this not having rules is you create your own mm -hmm. analytics. And you could say, yeah. hey, um, I went live every single week uh, for two years or two months or six months or one year, whatever the time frame is. And now I'm going to read it back. And I'm going to say, what were my KPIs before I started? And I said, you know, if, if, I, if it was to gain more subscribers on YouTube or if it was to, to try to, to get the attention of prospects or if it was to get interesting people that you can network with and make a goal of meeting 150 people in the, in the course of like, whatever those goals are, you're making the rules. Right. So, so, you know, I, I'm sorry, I feel like I'm hedging here a little bit, Jeff, but the no, beauty I mean, of this whole thing is there is no, yeah, there's no perfect way to say, okay, here, everybody, I'm going to give you the exact thing you need to do. Make sure your episodes are 21 minutes long. Make sure you're going live twice a week. It's like, I'm not going to tell you that. Who are you serving? And if that person is uh, you have a vision for that person and they're driving to their to their job every morning you know and their commute is on average of like 15 minutes uh, long or something like that well then create a 15 minute long podcast and maybe deliver it because they're a busy person once a week bi-weekly uh, but be consistent with that and then if it's not working out after six months is my is my kind of my benchmark for like, this is when you should start seeing something coming out of whatever you're doing. And if it doesn't seem to be the lights are not coming on and you're not getting some action, you're not getting some activity, you're not getting any feedback and you're soliciting that feedback, let's start to adjust and start saying, okay, what, what is not working here? How can we adjust to your audience? And the beauty is if you, if you know your audience, you can reach out to your audience, get some positive feedback from people who are going to help you, not people tell you what you might want to hear. Does that help, Jeff? I'm not sure if that Man, answers it or not. I love it all. I, I, it, it does. I love it all. Um, I think in the last two and a half minutes, you know, you could, we could tell everybody watching and listening, rewind to a minute 11 and really think about the goal of your show. You know, what are those KPIs? What are you actually setting out to do? A lot of people, I think, you know, they get into various coaching groups, various worlds of influence. And, you know, you got to have a book, you got to have a podcast show, you got to do this, you got to do that. And the reality is all of that works. And it's not bad advice. The question, I think the better question is, is it appropriate advice for the creator, for the producer, yes. for the host? And, you know, maybe a podcast show just isn't, uh, just isn't in the cards for some people. Uh, but I feel for a lot, it can be. And, and this is why I felt we would spend some time today mixing it up. So I actually had a conversation just yesterday with a friend, uh, on this topic. And it was about, do I change my current show? Do I do a second show? Uh, because the thought was, I want to create a show really focused on creating prospects for my services. And so I thought, what a great question to ask Chris today. Like, how do you, how would Chris Stone suggest from the clients you work with? Because in case you've missed it, here's the commercial, Dan Jordan. 
This episode brought to you by Cast Ahead, your one-stop shop for all <laughs> things podcast hosting, production, and consultation at a kick-ass show. Did I do pretty good there? Was that an all right? Man, commercial? and this is a good thing the show's recording because I'm going to use that one. Yeah. <laughs> so at any rate, um, so what would you counsel somebody on uh, if they were looking to create uh, a show where the focus is to fill the funnel with qualified prospects for your services. Because that's a delicate balance, right? It is. I really think it is. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're right. I think, you know, the the balance is you don't want to come across as somebody that's selling to everybody all the time. Podcasts are free. They're available to everyone. And the first time somebody hits play on your podcast, um, and maybe there's somebody that's listened to it 20 times, you have to almost in your mind... Um, imagine that that person's hitting play for the very first time and they don't know who the heck you are. And so when you do that, what you're, what, you know, that mindset is, I am not going to hit them over the head with something and make them feel like they're being funnel pounded. You know, I am going to say, Hey, everyone, here's my station identification. Okay. And Kirk Nugent, who's a, a fellow creator and friend talks about this station identification thing. So when you go and you sit down in a, on, a, on a plane, Jeff, and you hear this boom, 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 and they tell you, what do they tell you? You are on Southwest Flight 428 headed to Las Vegas, okay? What happens if you are on the wrong plane? Whoops, I'm supposed to be going to Akron. Bye, you get off the plane. Station identification, okay? So if you have a show that is for someone, right away you got to tell them who it's for. And you tell them who it's for and what they're about to get in terms of their content, and then you give it to them. And that is the formula for you to deliver content to the people that you serve. Know who you are serving and tell them where they're at. Because I tell you what, you don't want someone hanging around for 12 minutes and your content's not for them. You have to disqualify people as much as you qualify people. And everyone will appreciate it. Trust me. So if you're, to answer your question more specifically, Jeff, if you're someone who says, you know what, my show is like this and it's serving, you know, these people, but I want to start bringing in prospects, which is a fantastic idea for a podcast. In fact, I have clients that do that. Um, But the right sort of approach is to do it both. Like I wouldn't have two shows, one for just people that you want to prospect uh, you, you want as prospects and one that is a show of what you were doing already. You can mix the both uh, because I think you know, you're already serving an audience. You're already saying, okay, this is what I'm doing. And that audience may be already clients of yours. So right. the people that are listening are like, hey, this is working for me and I want to have these people on uh, you know, my show. But you want to reach out to people and have them on your show too because you want to, you want to be able to have them as clients. It's a great way to meet people. The, one of the most underrated aspects of podcasting is the ability to network. Jeff, we're on show 81. You've probably mm-hmm. met 70 people that you had no idea who they, who they were before you started this thing. And it's turned into something for you or it's connected you with even more people and it's garnered influence for you, and you ha- you can get business out of it. 
Um, I wouldn't, it, you know, to your point, it's delicate to be able to say, okay, now I've had you on my show. Can, you know, when, when can I add you to my CRM system and, 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 and be able to, you wait, know. That's, it, wait, you have to ask to do that? I thought you just did it. <laughs> right, right. Well, that's another part of the delicate well, balance. Lesson there, yeah. Everybody. Yeah, let me just Not. add you to my email list without you asking to be added to my email list, right? Um, so it's, uh, you know, we've we've all found out that the, you know, hey, how did I get added to this? Oh, this person decided they just wanted to add me to their funnel, mm-hmm. which is always, uh, you know, a fun thing. Like yeah, qualify, just as disqualify, a, you know? Yeah, just as a little aside to that, again, because I want, I want this show to be, I want all my shows to be valuable, but this one, especially in the, in the topic of podcasting, because we have a great experienced creator, producer, chief content entrepreneur. And did I even see a title tag of sociologist on here? Is that what I saw? So, just as, yeah. yeah. So, so we you know, all the greatness from Chris, we can. <laughs> Yeah, I just uh, you know, since I get to make the graphics, Jeff, I get to I get, I get I get to make I get to make up titles as well. You can call me Burgermeister, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, most people they want to show, they don't want to know how it's made. And that's what I do for them. I make I I make the sausage. You know, when you go and you have a good sandwich, you don't want to you don't want to know how, you know, the uh the the pig was killed to make the ham on it. You know, it's it's you know, most people have a, a specialty like yourself. You know, you have a lot of spinning plates in the businesses that you have, whether it's gardeners or whether it's your your the the coaching business that you have with Battlefield Alliance mm-hmm. and all of the things that you're doing in terms of, uh, you know, publishing books and licensing and all of the marketing that you do. And you're like, I need to do a podcast. But you didn't want to know how to do a podcast. You wanted right. a podcast. And that's what that's we right. do. That's right. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Yeah, there's so much that I want to that I want to cover, and yeah. um, just as a little aside, uh, before we went down the uh, Burgermeister, Chief Sausologist, and we missed a perfect <laughs> opportunity to have on the screen. Although I can't expect it all from you because you're you're a guest, making sure you're delivering great value. But I would think normally, if you were strictly behind the scenes here, and we have the Sausologist reference, we would have a Tommy Boy uh, visual on the screen about. Well, you know, you can stick your head up the back of a bull or you can buy a T-bone or however that got butchered, right? Well, yeah. If you if you wanna if you wanna have the hero moment every week on your show with Tommy Boy, you bring on somebody like Chris for sure. Uh, because that's what I get to do. I get to show up like the rock star each and every week. And it's really what sustains you, I think, in having a podcast is when it is easy. So mm. easy could be you inherently have the skills to produce it which most don't, okay? And even if you do, is it the best use of your time? Right. Uh, you know, if you, if you understand where your dollars per hour need to come from, it's probably, probably not. Just because you can doesn't mean you always should. Right. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, for me, 81 episodes in here, or what, 103 with you Um over on the Lancaster Connect show, which we have to talk about that because I think there's yes. a lot of lessons we can share there. Um, yeah, I, I, there's no way that I could sustain uh, 180 plus episodes in 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 the course in this in this course of time. Um, it's just it's too much work uh, in this format because we right. produce a fantastic show and we have fantastic guests on and we have meaningful conversations. 
if we were just doing five to 20 minute episodes that you pre-recorded in a four hour chunk once a Friday every month, yeah, you can sustain that pretty easy because you get what four to maybe eight shows out of that each time. Mm-hmm. This is, this is work and, and you make it easy. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, man. Well, and, and I think, you know, to your point, Jeff, like Dave Jackson says this, he's a hall of fame podcaster and, and we were lucky enough to have him on, on the show that, that I do with Jim Fuse, who's in the chat saying, hi, hello, Jim. Up, Jim. Um, I do a show with uh, Jim called Dealcasters on Amazon and um, Dave Jackson was was our third guest on on that show. He's a Hall of Fame podcaster and fantastic. And what Dave says is, anyone can do a podcast, but not everyone can do a good podcast. And so the the difference is like you know, and I talk to people all the time, Jeff, that are like, "Oh man, I need to hire you to do my show," and then I'll have a conversation with them, and I start with. Who is your show for? And the reason why I say who is your show for and not why, because why can be I want to make money, which is a valid reason to to do anything, right? I'm not, there's nothing against, I, I am all for someone making money doing this. Trust me. I need and to I make love money it. every day. Seems like right. I can't go a day right now with this these new vehicles we put in the stable. I, I can't go a day without spending 500 bucks or a thousand bucks right now. So I need to make money every day. That's right. That's right. And there's, there's absolutely, but understanding that a podcast is not a profit center for you, especially initially. Right. So it's, it's a marketing vehicle. It's something, it's a way for you to get found and all of these great things. So if you want to make money, okay, understand this, but I want to know who you're serving because when you know who you serve, you know what the problems are. And if you know what the people's problems are, your content becomes that medicine. You, your content becomes the solution for them. And then money comes. I mean, attention comes. Your, or, you know, I should say money. So your success, which may not be financial, your success will come when you do that. And so the, the, the mindset and the key, because we're these are keys to podcasting success. That's what this says here on the screen and in the uh, in the show notes on the audio. And that is, if you if you you need to have the mindset that you are here to serve people, and you are to 100%. give back to people because people here on live video or on audio in a very intimate format in audio they're taking you uh, on a on a jog they're on their dog walk on their on their commute it's very intimate and so they're gaining trust in you you are giving them something because and you know no one knows who you are yet but eventually they're like hey i really like this podcast called big ticket life that's a really interesting guest. And there was something that a guest said about this. And I'm just hooked on this, on this show. And then eventually they may go, I need a coach, or I need to level up my business, or I'm interested in buying a mattress. It, you know, like it's it all connects itself in ways that the algorithm figures out you're interested in. So I don't know. Um, I'm sorry. I took it. I took it off the rails. I know we want to talk a no, little man, bit. No, man. I love it. I love. I mean, listen. I love all of that. This is why we do the show we do. It's why I'm able that when we find guests. I mean, 
Your team puts great guests in front of me. I do a little bit of cursory research real quick. You've done research on the back end. And it's, it's why I'm confident to have a good show. It's not that there isn't any prep, but I also don't constrain thought to, we must answer these questions in this order. Right. We don't do that. I always put thought into the show because to your point of an intimate experience, I'll take it one further. Um, so in our uh, daily battle plan for Battlefield Alliance, there's one habit that we coach all of our members to do every day, and that's to read or listen to something business-inspiring each and every day. Well, what if, what if you took that opportunity away from somebody today with a poor show? Now, maybe it wasn't the guest. Maybe it wasn't you. Maybe it was your audio. Maybe mm. it was your video. And if somebody's committed to that habit each and every day of 30 minutes of business inspiration, or life inspiration, or just putting good inputs into their mind. They've got 365 times a year that they can do that. And if we're being really honest, it's probably Monday through Friday. Mm -hmm. You know, I would, I would take that as a, you get a solid B plus effort from one of my coaching clients. I would say if you're doing that every Monday through Friday. So now we're down to what? 250 or so opportunities. Okay. So yeah, it is intimate. It is a responsibility. It's a responsibility yeah. to produce a good show. Because what if, what if, and for me, when I listen to this podcast in the car, just in the car, you've got four opportunities a week with me in my vehicle. That's it for a half hour. That's it. Because I work from home most of the other time. And so I'll have stuff on in the background uh, as I'm working. But if you want focused only, that's it. It's all you get. Mm. So yeah, the question of who is your audience, really smart. Because if you can't, if you can't, uh, as you call it, station identification, if you can't get out who it's for, what it's about, and why to continue to listen, you miss those four opportunities a week with me. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I look at, you know? I look at content creation, Jeff, as uh, a form, a, a part of my legacy. And I know that like, we're, we're making this a lot heavier than, you know, like I like to have fun too. We're, you know, I, mm -hmm. I love you, you and I, you know, you know, yuck it up all of the time. And, and, uh, I think a podcast should deliver valuable content, but it should also represent you, right? If you like yep. to have fun, have fun on your show too, right? Uh, let's not make everything just so heavy, but I, it, you know, the reason why we, we, do this and we sharpen the irons and we we try to make each other better and we constructively say hey let's do this hey i've noticed this about the sound let's let's get your mic together let's let's get this show together let's spend some time on getting this with the guest let's show up 15 minutes prior let's let's work on this because man we're going to be 6 feet underground in another place right this content's going to outlive us and I think when you when you think like that as well, here's another key: is is the this mindset is not just about who you're serving; it's who you're going to serve. So there are people that are going to listen to this show after we're dead, man. After we're dead, mm -hmm. I'm hoping that I'm going to be able to impact someone. And when I think like that, I take things. I take things a lot more seriously in terms of my preparation, in terms of who I'm going to serve. And, you know, again, it might not, my vo our voices are not for everyone. Tr 
trust me, I get all these, especially on the Dealcasters YouTube channel, we get all kinds of comments that are, te- you know, are taking shots at us and all of that stuff. We'll go live. We get all kinds of stuff. <laughs> um, you know, I, it, my voice is not for you, Kathy. My voice is right. not for you, Rob, or whoever you are. It's okay because right. I'm serving somebody else. And that's who, that's what I'm focused yeah. on. And I, you well, know, this other stuff is a little noisy is all. Yeah. Well, you know, my book that I'm working on and, and, uh, will be wrapped up by the end of this week. As far as the final draft, I have a section in there on legacy and, mm. you know, my name, Janakama was not an easy name to say. It's not an easy name to pronounce. Or spell. <laughs> and, but man, I have a goal to make it known for myself, for my sons. Um, and, this legacy conversation, I think people get, I think some people greet that as, wow, what an egotistical thing to say. Mm. But it's not. Mm. It's the opposite it's just, for me. Right. It's to me, it means nothing and it means everything at the same time. To your comment about my voice isn't for you, but it is for you. That's what I'm talking about to me with legacy, right? Yeah. I only care about the people that I impact. I don't not care about people, but I know who I'm for and I know who I'm not for. I know yeah. who I speak to and I know who I don't. I know where my sphere of influence and expertise is and I know where it's not. And so I'll, I'll paint another picture of this nothing and everything uh, focus for people watching and listening in the movie Kingdom of Heaven at the end. It's Kingdom of Heaven's a great movie. Orlando Bloom is in there yeah. about the Crusades in the Middle Ages and uh, he loses Jerusalem to Salahuddin. And he says, what was this all for? And Salahuddin just looks at him. He's like, nothing. And walks away, turns his back. And about five steps later, turns around and he goes, everything. And so that's how I look at legacy. It means, it means nothing for the people it's not meant for. That's right. It means everything for the people it is. And I'll paint one other story. My marketing mentor and friend and, and person who changed the trajectory of my life, Dan Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Here's a gentleman that I truly feel didn't buy into legacy. Knew his content would live forever. Actually structured it as such. He's he's licensed his name forever and ever and ever, it seems. But on the personal level, never gave, I guess never put a lot of stock would be the appropriate way to express it in the impact he created for others until he's on his deathbed. And the call comes out, hey, so Dan's, not doing well. Um, he's it, it doesn't look good. He's got weeks to maybe days left here on earth. If you'd like to send a message of gratitude or just a message, email it here and we'll read it to him because he can absolutely hear. And so that happened and it happened in sp- like in spades. <clears throat> and Dan Kennedy's still alive today. Wow. Now, I don't know if that was the turning point in his health journey or not, mm. but I can positively say with confidence, it was an ingredient. Wow. And so think about your legacy and it's, yeah, we went heavy there, but this is a medium that you can do that with. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and there's no rules. Effort. There's no rules. Right. So think about who you're serving and who you who you're going to serve and you don't have to make it a an hour long show. You don't have to make it live. If you're not comfortable going live yet, you can start 
and go. And yep. Jeff, I've talked to tons of people that, you know, they, they want to show, um, but they're not ready. And I'll just, I'll, I'll have to say, listen, and they're ready to pay me, you know? And I'm like, you're not ready yet. Here's somebody right. that, that can help you. Here's some things that I can help you do. But you, you, if you're starting a podcast and you're and this is and this is all working for you, you're hearing what what we're saying and you're saying, hey, you know, I think this is what I want to do. You're going to have to put in, and this is my next key. You're going to have to put in the work to get better at this craft. I'm not going to say the art because I'm I'm <laughs> not ready to say out of those four million podcasts, um, you know, I'm ready to call a lot of it art, but this craft you're going to have to get better at. And the only way to get better at it is to do your first show and then do your second show and do your third show. It's like going to the gym, ladies and gentlemen. It's you don't go once and come back shredded. You are not automatically great at the bench press. You are not automatically... You may have talent and you may have strength and you may have all of those things. But if you want to get really good at this thing, you have got to do this thing. And you've got to be consistent at it and you've got to you've got to stack and you've got to stack and when you stack you're going to get better jeff you know we're 81 episodes into this thing if you go back and watch episode 1 and episode you know even you know you know in the yep. first in the single digits to where you're at now and i would suggest anyone who's a content creator or a podcaster or whatever to do that don't delete them don't take them down. You can go and watch all and see all the content that I first started. And it's cringy for me. But as a recovering perfectionist, it took going live to overcome all of those fears, to mm. overcome all of yeah. that perfectionism, to overcome the, the, the ums and the you knows. And I still say it. I still do, uh, the, you know, the uh, like I just did there. It happens. But when you go live... You know, people people are connecting because they they do the same thing, and it's this is me, and this is Jeff, and this is who we are, and and uh, but Jeff is eighty one episodes better than he was when we started a year and a half ago. When did we start? Jeez, this has been December. It was December of twenty two. No, twenty one. December of twenty one. Yeah, it's about it's about. Putting it in, man. Putting in the work, yeah. man. Most people are not, and this is the reason why there's four million podcasts, and, and like less than ten percent of them are active. It's because yeah. people aren't willing to put in the work that it takes to be successful. I didn't say financially successful. I said successful, and most people are not willing to put in the work. If you are willing to put in the work, you will be successful in this medium. Yeah. Well, and and so I want to add to that and then mm -hmm. uh yeah i think a lot of folks go about media uh because if you're in the business of anything you need a chosen media mm. right so we've talked about who your audience is right how you're going to identify who you are what you're for the value you'll deliver by tuning into your show we've talked about that right so in the marketing triangle of things you've got we've, we've talked about the market you know, the message we can talk about, but the media, like this is my chosen media for the business of Jeff Janaka. This is where I'm going to spend money and invest money into building content 
because we build a lot of content from these episodes. Uh, not only that goes out immediately and right now on the live broadcast, not only that goes out the Monday after on audio platforms, but that goes out on the YouTube channel later, that goes out in the high definition video downloads that we get and goes out in the reels that I notate as we're going along. So it's my media for my business. And that that's why I started because I realized, hey, if I'm going to be in this, I can't build any business. And I, this is a lesson for everyone. You can't build a business on rented ground. You know, so Facebook, yeah, they allow live, live, live podcasting right now, but maybe one day they won't. That's right. LinkedIn, same thing. Like it's all, it's their house, their rules. We're just, we're just a guest for the moment. And sometimes you're booted out and you just like, we actually, we had an issue early on. You remember mm-hmm. that face, my, my ability for Facebook live was just stopped for some reason. Right. And I think we had. Uh, it was a, episode two and three, I think, got affected. Mm-hmm. It was over a seven-day span or a 10-day span. And um, yeah, so like right out of the gate, it got... But we didn't stop. We just kept going. And, um, and that, so, so think about your media. Think about your podcast as your media. I'll have Chris add to that. But on the, on the topic of starting, you know, we started December of 21. Mm. Like if you, if you asked a hundred people, when's a good, what, when, what month would be a good month to start a podcast? I would bet you 80% <laughs> of them would say December is the worst month, but right, I, right. I was committed to it. And it's like, let's start. Sure. And I think where folks make a mistake with podcasting is they, they start and it's that belief that good is good enough. But let's talk about mm. that shift from good to better to best. In, in podcasting, right? Because iPhones, you got your mic, you can plug in the AirPods or the wired thing and you can sit in your car and feel like you're in a quiet studio and then you can upload it to the free account on any one of the podcast players that allow that to happen. And that's good. That's a start. Yeah. But what are those benchmarks to go from better to best? Oh man, this is, uh, this is excellent. Nobody's ever asked me that before. Um, and yeah, and, um, it's, there we go. You know, it's a great question because most people think when they're ready to start a podcast, the first thing they think about is buying this thing that's sitting in front of Jeff and I, which is a microphone. That's Mm. what they think. They think that if they get a microphone, that that's the first step in a podcast. Now you, I mean, you can't make a podcast without some form of microphone, of course. Right. Um, so, but that's not where you start. It's, it's where we talked about before with the keys. Like you have, your content is the number one, who you're serving and, and you're finding out their problems and you're, that's your content. You know, don't come up with the show title before you know what you're going to talk about. Like, so, but when you're, when it's time for you to, you know, level up beyond just the iPhone and the earbuds and, and the free account on Spotify for podcasters, which used to be called Anchor or, or whatever you're using to make your, your podcast, when it's time for you to level up, and the first thing people say is, okay, now I'm going to look at podcast mics. And that is not what you do. The first thing you need to do is you know, when we're thinking from a technical perspective, which is, you know, most of what is my show dealcasters that would, that we, uh, that we do on Amazon, it's where, where are you recording? Like what, what is your room? 
Is it, uh, does it have carpeting in it? Is it large? Is there glass? Is there, uh, is your voice maybe bouncing off, off of the walls? Things like that, uh, really are, are important before we talk about the microphone. Cause lots of people will go, Oh, well, it's, it's, here's the podcast mic that everybody says I should get. It's the blue Yeti microphone. Right, which which now Logitech is no longer making that that is being sunset, and I make jokes about Uh-oh. Blue Yeti a little bit, but you know it's it's like everybody had one at some point, but right. they don't realize that that microphone actually is super super sensitive, uh, condenser microphone that plugs directly into your 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 computer, and if you are in a room that's like that's big and has bright walls and no carpeting you're going to sound like you are in an echo chamber. So the big thing for you to remember when you are looking to take that those next levels as a better podcast, a better, better podcaster, is to understand that your voice is, we talked about earlier, intimate, okay? You want it mono. Think mono. It needs to be in the center of someone's head, not large and in stereo because that feels further away from an audio perspective. Mm -hmm. And we go live, Jeff, and we do video and and Lancaster Connects as well and all of that stuff. And but listen, right now if 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 there was a thumbprint on my lens or my my video was jittery or things were to go kind of grainy at times or whatever, we are 44 minutes in on this show. I trust me, people are still listening. They are still listening. It doesn't matter that, uh, you know, sometimes the video is a little janky. So audio is the most paramount thing you need to think about, even in video. So if you're a YouTuber or if you are doing reels on Instagram and you're creating content in general that is video, your audio is still the most important thing that you can focus on. And that comes first and foremost with where you're recording your audio and then think about your, your microphone situation. Yeah. Yeah. And just great points. Cause yeah, you put that terrible microphone in a bad room. Um, <sighs> so what you may as well spend 30 bucks at radio shack. Yep. Which isn't even around anymore. I think there's one, but, um, but no, very great. I mean, great points. Thank you for sharing. And, you know, a, a good transition into Lancaster Connects would be, yeah. let's clarify the mic in the room set up about Lancaster Connects. Okay. So Lancaster Connects is our podcast show that we produce at Gardeners Matters and more. My business partner, Ben and I, um, you know, we came in to do that show. Really, we want to introduce the greatness of Lancaster County in charitable effort, uh, give back efforts, people doing good efforts, local heroes. We want to tell those stories and share it with our community and introduce it back to the community. That's really what we're doing at that show. It dawned on me this last week that that's really what we're doing. Mm. And that's the way I'm expressing it from here on out. And, and, and we do that because we believe as a business in the community, it's not cool to just sell because that's taking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do a good job. We, we lead in the five-star experience. I would challenge my competitors to level up because it'll make us level up. And we constantly look to level up, but we believe giving back. And so Lancaster Connects is that vehicle to give back to our community and introduce the good people in it to everyone else. And so on the microphone topic, so yeah, we, we just, Lancaster Connects, we violate 
just about everything Chris just said about that, but it's intentional. That's right. Because we don't want people to forget that it's Gardner's mattress and more, uh, uh, producing this show and bringing it to you. Cause it's not a show about mattresses. We, I, I bet you there's some episodes in the hundred or so hundred plus that we've done where we didn't even utter the word mattress aside from our name. Yeah. Because it's, it's not a focus, you know, it's not a focus. We don't talk about sales. We don't talk about coils and memory foam and we don't talk about that. We've never done an episode about that. Um, we've recorded some B-roll for other purposes, but we've never done an episode focused on that. And so, uh, for us, that show is a, you know, the no rules of podcasting. There it is. Like, that's like the, the, the almost, it's almost like the anti-podcast podcast, if you will. Well, we do, you know, you came up with the audience. Yeah. You came up with the idea and, and threw it by me because you guys were originally doing it with the prior producer in the dream room where it was much more closed off and it was just you and Ben like sitting by a bed and, uh, and you said like to me, you guys in a hotel room. Right. Exactly. It was like, what's happening here? Um, right. but, uh, you know, you came to me and you said, what would happen if we did the show on the showroom floor? And, you know, would that be, you know, weird? Would it be noisy? And I said, well, yeah, it might be noisy, but you guys are in a mattress store. And if there's people walking around in a mattress store, I actually think that's kind of interesting. And that's you guys at your store. And then when you're there doing what you're doing and who you're serving again, who's, you know, Lancaster serving, you just said it. It's when you're doing that and you guys are in a mattress store. Who do you think people are going to be buying their mattress from? You know, I mean, you know, they might, they might go on Amazon and get, uh, you know, bed in a box or whatever. Um, but chances are, if they're getting some content, you know, from you and they're getting turned on to local businesses or they're finding out the great restaurants or they're, they're finding out about uh, Extraordinary Give or they're all of the things that you guys are talking about on the show and you're serving them. They're gonna they're gonna like make their way over to the store to get whatever the, they need to get because they trust you and they know you. They don't know any you know anybody else who's who's doing this. So I think it's you know, and I I told you this before, Jeff. I use that as an example all of the time. Um, yeah. But uh, well, we we do it together. There's no way we could do this show um, without you. And 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 to that to that point, you know, our hundredth episode. We had, and, and this is, this is why not staying in the good is good enough path is bad or, or, or just, just saying, you know, I got a podcast. Good is good enough. I'm moving on to the next step. That's the point I'm trying to make. Because if that was our mindset and we never sought to improve and we never looked to ask questions, which would have brought us together, we would still be stuck. Two guys in that hotel room looking place, which the dream room for its own thing serves a really cool purpose. It's a, Hundred yeah. percent close rate sales tool. It changes the customer buying experience entirely. But for a podcast, it just wasn't working. We got better and better and better. And then an opportunity comes to have our PR person who got she got an immediate home run out of the gate with us the very first week of working with us. I think actually technically before her her retainer yeah. date started. 
yeah. we had this confirmed. It was then just scheduling. We had Brett Michaels from Poison be our 100th guest on Lancaster Connects. And to the comment of not being able to do this without you, not only is it just every week we get to show up like a rock star and Chris and his team do all the work, but walk everybody through what you did to make that happen. Because Brett wasn't going to use a web browser, wasn't going to be pinned down, wasn't going to be on camera. <laughs> yeah. Share how he dialed in. Uh, I have a confession to make, Jeff. Oh. It almost no. didn't happen. It almost nope. didn't happen. I didn't know it. Yeah. Uh, so we had everything set up for Brett Michaels to uh, to join the 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 show, but it wasn't going to be live. We were going to do the recording, and of course, Brett Michaels, you know, on tour. Who knows where he was? I don't know if it, Party Girl hadn't started yet, so he was on doing the stadium tour with Poison and Motley Crue and Def Leppard and all of that. Um, and so I have things set up in my studio to do things video like it's all online and so you you click a link and you're you're you join with with video and audio yeah. and everything gets recorded and, and you know we can you know in this case recorded but we can also go live and so um you guys had let us know that Brett would you know didn't you know wasn't going to be on camera but would be on audio so I'm like okay well we can still send him the same link what we'll do is you know, he'll be just speaking and we'll turn his camera off and just record yeah, we'll the audio. a Zoom call with that one person that wants to be the outlier. Exactly. And- Generally a Zoom call. Thank you. Um, and so the, the night before, at about, I don't know, maybe 11 hours before he was, uh, he, we were supposed to do the recording, I got a text from his road manager. Uh, and his road manager said, Brett can't use this link you sent. He's going to call you from the phone. And of course I'm like, I'm, I, I, okay. Um, you know, great. Perfect. Uh, just call this number, my phone number. And at that point, Jeff, I had no idea how I was going to do it. Had no idea how I was going to do it. So I spent the next number of hours working through, um, how I was going to do it, how I was going to route, calling people, um, having them call me. I got everything set up, Jeff. Everything we, we were, we were ready to go. Everything was rocking, uh, had you and Ben on the screen, um, ready, you know, waiting for Brett Michaels to call. And you remember this because you were, you know, you were on the screen looking at me and I see the phones coming in. It says unknown. And I'm like, okay, this is definitely Brett. Like, this is how this works, right? They call from, so you can't call him back or whatever. So right. I pick it up right. and it's routed into my mixer. Like I had practiced with 15 other people the night before. And when I hit and said, hello, nothing. It was crickets. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, that's curious. Hello, hello, hello. And I'm looking at my meter and I don't see anything. And you guys were seeing this, like, why? What's, what's happening here, Chris, or whatever. And I was like, why am I not hearing him? And of course, I'm starting to, to worry a little bit. I'm starting to freak out a little bit. Is this, is this interview going to happen? And so I thought, well, let me flip it over to the speaker on my phone. And I flipped it over to the speaker on my phone and I said, hello. And it's Brett Michaels. Hey, how's it going? Hey, you sound like my friend Billy from back in the day. And I'm like, right. And of course you guys can hear him, Yep. but you're hearing him because his voice is coming out of my speaker of my phone into my microphone. 
and not in the mixer where he needs to be recorded. And I, I mean, I'm sure it, I mean, I'm sure it was like a, a matter of two minutes, maybe even less, but it felt like 20 minutes to me. Uh, and, uh, I was like, Brett, if you can do me a favor, please hold on. Uh, I have to make sure you're routed to go in for the recording. If you can just hold on, hold on a second. Sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, but at that point, the only way I could figure out how this was going to work is I would have to turn off Bluetooth on my phone, turn it back on. And then my fear was I would lose the phone call. And if I lost the phone call, no interview with Brett Michaels. Yeah. But I had to take the shot, turned it off, saw that it was still connected, turned Bluetooth on, said hello, crickets, and then I heard a little click, and I, and I looked and I saw on my meter that there was a little bit of uh, juice in there, and I said hello, and boom, Brett Michaels was in, and we, we, uh, we went with the interview. But that's a long story, but um, I, you know, I, for a minute there, I thought this wasn't going to happen. So I'm glad it did, and, uh, you know... And, uh, you know, it's fantastic to be able to do that show with you guys and see like just, uh, you know, how, how it's grown, how you guys have grown and how you guys are just really serving that community. You're not doing it to sell mattresses. You still aren't. No, nope. um, but uh, and, you know, I just won't. feel really good about doing, about being a, being a part of it with you guys. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's a good case study in the, who the audience is. Who's your market? Mm-hmm. What's the message? What's the media? Right? It's that, it's that triangle. And uh, um, we do it because, look, we, you know, between our investment with you, our investment with our PR lady, Stephanie, you know, we're, we're still, in, a, in my mind, we're still in a value equation as it relates to going and pouring more money into AdWords, which really has diminishing return at this point for us because you only spend money in AdWords when people click and we're pretty well, after 12 years, we're optimized. We're, we're dialed in and it's not that we just let that run on autopilot because it's not, but just because you would go and invest that money there doesn't mean it works. Right. Because you can't make people search and click. And so we feel good about that investment there because while I'm a direct response marketer, heart, spend money, make money in the brand building thing, it's, it, it answers and checks all the boxes for us. Yeah. And the end around on the business side of it is, boy, those, when you say people who are going to think of us when it's time, the people who do think of us, they're the board members, they're mm. the key volunteers, the presidents, the leaders of these charitable organizations. And, you know, when you get some board members who typically it's affluent people who sit on a board of a charitable organization, they become our customer and they're some of the best people to work with because they love that we're supporting their thing. And I'd like to say I thought all that out. But I'm glad, in a way, I'm almost glad I didn't because it would almost seem like a nefarious purpose, right? Right. Um, but I'm glad it did work out that way because it's nice. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to turn away business. I like money. I like making sure. people happy with what we sell. 100%. But boy, they are so nice to work with because they're so connected to their thing, right? And I think mm. that brings us back full circle to why you're doing this show. Why are you doing a podcast show? What connection do you make? What's that 
station identification and frequency that you can create with your listeners and with your watchers. And so, yeah. Man, we're who you for, who are you for who you're not for? Who are you for who are you right. serving? Let people know, give it to them, and be patient and put the reps in. And uh, this thing is, you know, and have fun. I mean, seriously. I mean, this is, I get to do this. Like, you know, I, you know, don't mm-hmm. tell, don't tell my clients, shh, I get paid for this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the other options in life are, you know, like I took my truck this morning to get a, a tune on the engine done, right? So it's amazing what computer chips can do. I added 90 horsepower this morning to my truck with a computer chip. Yeah. What? So, so that's not the story, but the story, like you get to do this, right? We're blessed to be able to have this media, create this content, air-conditioned studio versus the guys I saw at the mechanic shop mm. sweating already at 8.30 in the morning. Yeah, you know, dirty, greasy, bending over, twisting, doing that, right? Like, yeah, we are blessed. It is a cool way to uh, impact your business and uh, and create opportunity. Love it. Love you, man. Thank you. Yeah, man. You too, man. You this is uh, you know, I, I I appreciate the opportunity to to serve your community. You you have um, you've really built something incredible here. And you know, like I said, these, the high performers, whether they're you know from the apex uh, community um, or you know the 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 folks that that are just supporters of yours uh, and and the businesses that you've built, it's really just uh, great to have have met people like you know Matt Rhoda and 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 Clay and and you know all the folks from from Apex that I've been able to uh, just you know because sometimes I you know and I've told you this before it's like. I, I get hired for doing other events too and remote producing, you know, some other events. Uh, but other times it's like you get to actually when you're producing and being able to choose the content that you work with, you actually get to level up yourself because I, you know, I, it's not just the one time that I'm listening to this because I'm the editor and I've, I've got to take the audio down. It's like, I'm hearing these things multiple times and you hear something new um, the more you, you hear it and, and it resonates with you. So I appreciate, you know, what you've done and, and, uh, and, and obviously with Lancaster connects as, as well, it's just been, uh, it's been an awesome ride, man. Let's continue to build that legacy. That's right. Love it. Love it. And, uh, Chris has all his information in our show notes. If been on the screen, um, but yeah, it, I can't give Chris enough of an endorsement and a testimonial. And add a boy, a pat on the back. And, you know, if you need these services, I, I, if you're committed to that better to best shift, you know, um, Chris, a cast ahead, Donnet is the place to go. Him and his team are fantastic. You'll get, you'll get started, you'll get going, and you'll get up to 81 episodes, 100 episodes, 300 episodes, and then more and more and more. And you'll, you'll find that, uh, this is a great part of your week and your day. Uh, to build something for yourself and you're able to do it because you got his great help and his expertise. So there we go. Thanks, man. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, appreciate everybody tuning in. I know we gave you a lot of great value. I got a whole page of notes of reels, so I know it's there. We'll get that out, get that shared out in the future. And uh, you can rewatch the link right now if you want because it's right up on YouTube. It's on LinkedIn. It's on Facebook. I'll be on 
You've been listening to the show next Monday. So I hope this was good for you. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week on Big Ticket Life. Take care, everybody. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode of The Big Ticket Life. You've heard from another amazing guest living their own Big Ticket Life, and now it's time to live yours. First, I'd love for you to take me up on my free gift to you. Find your gift at gift.bigticketlife.live. That's gift.thebigticketlife.live. See, all your life you've been told what is and what is impossible by the loudest voices from the cheapest seats. It's time to finally do life and business on your terms. Sure, you've heard similar things, but without clarity on what can be done, it's easy to have your customers, employees, maybe even partners, and your spouse keep you from truly living a big ticket life. My big ticket methods shift you into that investor seat, in your business, away from commodity and away from competition, into a market of one, so you can finally live your own big ticket life. So my gift to you is for you to book your discovery call today where we'll uncover first the Chivo behaviors, those chief everything officer behaviors that hold you back and why moving into the investor seat in your own business is critical. Two, we'll uncover the premium position that's up for grabs right now in your market that you're missing out on. And three, which big ticket methodologies are just waiting to be dropped into your business to explode your sales and profits. So again, thanks for listening to this episode. I'd love for you to take action right now. Accept this gift. Book your call. Go to gift.thebigticketlife.live. Again, that's gift.thebigticketlife.live.